0: here with Ryan White, my good friend of 20 years. Mm-hmm. And we were just talking, uh, you know, we've been doing life together. We've watched our kids grow up together, mm-hmm. baptize them together, mm-hmm. serve in ministry together, served outside of church and events together, mm-hmm. and have always honored and supported one another. But I know it's hard for people to believe, but you're black, right? Yeah, and, and I am. I, and, and I'm white, right? <laughs> and, you know, I think that You and I just never really had conversations. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've had an understanding and trust with one another, Mm -hmm. Uh, but that still doesn't mean we don't need to have conversations. Mm -hmm. And I think what's so amazing about this, Rayanne, and these times together is people like you and I, 20-year relationship, Mm -hmm. have an opportunity to have this kind of conversation, but also people we are not very familiar with having conversations with Mm -hmm. and being able to talk uh, what's going on in our nation now. And I really believe as we get into this conversation, we're going to be talking about race and Mm -hmm. we're going to be talking about the good, bad and the ugly of it. Uh, But we're also going to be talking about the most important principle as a Christian Mm -hmm. is that the only side we're supposed to choose is God's side. But that doesn't mean we turn a blind eye and turn away from injustice and what's wrong and from the spirit of racism, which I believe is a spirit of murder. Mm -hmm. As we had talked earlier, I believe it's a spirit of murder because people do die from it. Mm -hmm. But also it murders dreams. It murders visions. It murders relationships. it, It murders influence. It's such a murdering spirit. Mm-hmm. And I know racism is an ism, you know, sexism and all the other, but I believe racism is the, the kingpin. I believe it's the ugliest and the most vicious mm-hmm. that that we can experience. And so I'm going to pray real quick, and then I just can't wait. I want to hear and want you to hear Ann's heart, and we'll just have a conversation together today about race and okay. about our country and just about God and where we think we should go. Okay. Okay. All right. Father, I just thank you for Ann and Andy and the girls and just the relationship we've had for 20 years. Mm And she just has such a heart to serve you and to honor you and to honor others and, uh, God, I just know she's just got wonderful things to share with us today. And we're family and we're excited about it. And we give you praise for it in Jesus name. Amen. 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 So we talked about a lot. We said we, we should have. have the microphones <laughs> on, right? It right was, we've
1: already had the conversation. What's yeah.
0: something you would just stand out to you about where we're at today? And what do you think is going on from your point of view, right?
1: Well, as we were talking earlier, I was sharing with you that I do believe what's taking place is a move from God. I really do. Yes. I believe that there is just a lot of frustration yes. um, within America today, uh-huh. be you black, white, Red, yellow, green. There's a lot of frustration. Republican, Democrat. Republican. CNN. Ryan, Fox. Fox. Exactly. <laughs> just pick one. <laughs> CBS, LAX. Exactly. It matter, NBC. But I think there's just a lot of frustration, and I think it's years of buildup. It's mm-hmm. kind of like plaque builds mm-hmm. up on your teeth or whatever. This or just heart, years your, of on your islands, heart. Yeah. It's years of buildup that's finally starting to be chiseled mm-hmm. away. Mm-hmm. And I praise God for that because... I think we could go back even um, to 1992 with the Rodney King um, beatings um, and seeing that. But it seemed as though things sort of escalated at Mm -hmm. that point. You know, you didn't really see as much of it Mm -hmm. in 1992. It was shocking to see it then, Mm -hmm. but now... I don't even have a word for it because mm-hmm. it's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And I think right now we're in a place where people are saying enough is enough. Yes, um, mm-hmm. We have endured racism long enough mm-hmm. and not even as a black person having endured it, but even as a white person having witnessed it mm-hmm. and seen it and mm-hmm. been a part of it. Mm-hmm. It's gone on long enough, Mm -hmm. and it's time that it stops. And when God brought (laughs) this move in, Mm -hmm. this wave, this breeze that's Mm -hmm. going from nation to nation, city to city, country to country, Mm -hmm. I think that's sending a message out that there is, and it is now time for a change. Mm -hmm. And um, I think everybody ought to be excited Mm -hmm. about it, Pastor. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, and when you say change, and you you and I talked about it earlier, a lot of times we think it's changing opinion change a point of view. And that's part of it. But it really is down when people say, well, there's no systemic racism or there is systemic racism. Again, like Satan wants us to choose a side mm-hmm. when when we know that it is real and there is. And when I look at something systemic, that would be a culture, right? Mm-hmm. And I think and cultures and families are different. Like mm-hmm. we were laughing, my wife's death. I mean, I love her parents. They're awesome. But the culture's different. When I first started doing Christmas with them or Thanksgiving, the dinner's different. It's a different culture, but it's good. Go back to mine, it's Blue Steffi away, man, that hillbilly culture and everybody. Too, you know, She has one brother, right? And here we are. There's 10 of us running around with village. kids and grandkids. We had a village. And so... It, it, they're neither one's wrong, right? Right. But but we kinda I had to learn the flow in her culture. Mm-hmm. There were some things I didn't like about it. I mm-hmm. like more people this and that. You know, and there was things she didn't like about my culture, but we didn't focus on what we didn't like because mm-hmm. we love everybody in those cultures. It's so how can we work these unconsciously mm-hmm. we work those cultures together. So when we look at our our police department or when we look at our black community, white community, Asian community, when we look at our church community, uh we, we see that there's cultures within cultures. Mm-hmm. And when we want to see change, well, what's that say to you?
1: Well, when I see cultures within cultures, you know, typically it's like you go to an event uh, or you go to um, church. You mm-hmm. know, you typically migrate to the group, the culture that you're like, that you're like mm-hmm. you know, so I don't care where it is. It happens in church, it happens mm-hmm. in at work, it happens everywhere. And I think that it's, you know, it's almost like silos. I mean, silos, Mm -hmm. it's almost like silos. And I think sometimes we just need to set off a bond or just diffuse it and Mm -hmm. say, we say that within the workplace, we need to break down these silos. You mm-hmm. hear that was a buzzword mm-hmm. years ago. Oh yeah, oh the silos. That's not was silo- silos
0: anymore. That's but old is, leadership. Yeah, that's now, yeah, yeah right? it was that's old silos leadership years now. It's a,
1: break them so down. So will now. Yeah. It's, uh,
0: you know, teams. It's mm-hmm. not individual. Yeah, but, but well.
1: we do need to. We do need to take a look at that and step back and say. Um, that's true. We mm-hmm. are um, uh, cultures within cultures. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are silos. There are teams. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think it's time that we shatter all of those mm-hmm. cultures, teams, silos, and we break out of those and start getting into other cultures and starting to understand right. and learn mm-hmm. about what you, it was like for you, for mm-hmm. Stephanie, yeah. when she came to your your town, ta- your right. family, and right. what it was like for you. When, but it's a learning experience, and is isn't that a beautiful thing because yeah. I think that's What God wants, Mm -hmm. He doesn't want us all to be in one culture or clumped together. Because I don't think heaven is going to be like that. It's like within your family
0: and my family, my Mm siblings—we're all different, but we were raised by the same family in the same house, and Mm -hmm. some of us slept in the same bed. Mm -hmm. You know, but we're different, (laughs) right? Right? But it's a beautiful thing, and we're in the same raised in the same culture, but we do our families a little different than Mm -hmm. our brothers and sisters
1: Mm -hmm. because. We have interpreted that and we picked our preferences mm-hmm. and do it. And way. there's and there's nothing wrong with being different. I think there's beauty in that mm-hmm. because I think I can learn from you mm-hmm. and you can learn yeah. from me. And isn't that what we want? Because yeah. that's how we make the world a better place. Yeah. And so I just feel the cultures within the cultures, you know, are, are truly being chipped away and mm-hmm. broken away. And I think people that may not even know or realize they were in a culture because they've been in that culture for so long, mm-hmm. were saying, Oh my God, I'm in a culture and I need to break out of right. this and, and realize that there are injustices happening mm-hmm. within the world. I need to be a part of that. I first need to understand it, but now I need to be a part of this mm-hmm. movement mm-hmm. because I want to be a part of the change mm-hmm. that God is making in our world today. You
0: said something really critical. You, important when you first started talking we said a lot of good stuff but it really just I never thought of it this way but you said it's like a bomb and we, we just or we just need to blow this up then mm-hmm. you changed it well we need to and you said disarm it mm-hmm. and I think if 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 there's a a, a a bomb a grenade or so, uh, say a bomb and you got a military person and they know how to de- disarm it, mm-hmm. it causes less damage and less harm mm-hmm. than it explodes. Or even if you get away from it, where it has less people injured or killed, mm-hmm. you you just let it explode. You don't know what to do with it. And I think that when we look at cultures, a lot of times it's. Not a culture is good or bad, right. But there's good and bad in every culture, mm-hmm. and if we deny that, mm-hmm. that's that's, that's ignorance, really. Mm-hmm. We're ignorant to that. But the other piece of a lot of it's myth, you mm-hmm. know, the myth about mm-hmm. you know a black culture or a white culture or a hillbilly culture or an educated wealthy culture or you know a Baptist culture or a Pentecostal culture or mm-hmm. a Hindu or Muslim culture or Catholic culture, uh, you know. And I think that we. Disarming part of that is learning what's truth and
1: what's real and what's a myth, right? Kind of a lack of understanding, really. Um, just don't understand, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I don't understand what it was like for you to, to grow up in eastern Kentucky and in Appalachia, uh, or what that culture you've got was a lot like. Of
0: ministry and serving there, you know what now, even I know today, you know, I know. more I, than most people would, right? Yeah. And I
1: didn't realize that. Um, and I, I have to say that. You know, when you when you don't understand, when you don't take time to really get to know or educate yourself, then you do have a bias against Mm -hmm. a a particular culture or Mm -hmm. a particular race. But when I started traveling into eastern Kentucky um, and going into the hollers and it was a rude awakening for me, it was... um, Number one, I thought Appalachia is absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. just the, uh, the, the, the people, some of the people were, yes, I experienced racism, but then there were times that I was welcomed into a church. And, um, so I just think it's understanding, a lack of understanding mm-hmm. and us trying to educate ourselves mm-hmm. on the different cultures. Um, because when you do that, I think, It's a learning experience. You're adding to your library, Mm -hmm. and then you're able to even speak more intelligently, Mm -hmm. and you're able to really be what God wants you Mm -hmm. to be a disciple for Him, because we can't be disciples in um, Lexington. We have to be disciples in Eastern Kentucky and in the black neighborhood and in the white neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And that's why you see people of color, black people, white people protesting. We've come out of our Mm -hmm. neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. We've come out of our cultures. Mm -hmm. We've come together to say black lives matter, lives matter, and we need a change. Mm -hmm. And so I I just think it's a beautiful thing.
0: Yeah, I do too. And I think that, uh, you know, we all deal with prejudice, right? Mm -hmm. I shared something with you. And I said, you know, being a pastor, uh, you know, since I was young and pastoring in Columbus, Ohio, with a great church there, was a youth pastor in a church. We had 21 high school students that grew to 900 and then a 1500. And it was probably 70, 75% black and Mm -hmm. other, right? Mainly Mm -hmm. black and some other. And, uh, you know, I was a minority in that, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't raised with bias because my mom and just our culture of our particular family now that doesn't mean other people in my community wasn't so it was easy for me to make the transition mm-hmm. Now i got made fun of my accent and mm-hmm. teased and all that and then they endured me and loved me everybody did there, not just black white or mm-hmm. hispanic but just everybody there because i'm a hillbilly in ohio you know mm-hmm. i got the accent <laughs> but you know i learned how to flow that culture i learned yeah. and then coming here Now for 21 years, God's blessed us with a multi, multi, really, I always say multicultural, but it's really Mm multi-ethnic. We have all different ethnic groups, a lot of different ethnic groups. And uh, so I just thought I knew a lot more than I really did. Mm -hmm. And now I'm learning that you could say prejudiced things and not really be prejudiced, or you could say racist things and not really be racist. Now we know there's racist people and prejudiced people and Mm -hmm. all that. But I said, I used to say something in a pulpit a lot, and you've heard me say it, when something would come up about race or something, I'd say, look, I don't see color. I'm like God. God doesn't see color. Well, what a lot. God made all the colors. Mm-hmm. He, he intentionally made all of us mm-hmm. and designed every <laughs> pigment, every hair, every mm-hmm. He made us. So for me, I was trying to say from my culture or my background, is like, I want everybody to know I don't see color because everybody's the same to me. But to a person of color, it could be like, "Well, you don't value my color. You don't. What well, you mean? You don't see my brown skin, my yeah, black skin, my
1: olive skin? Well, you, you, see you know, it. you and, see it when you're following me in the store. Yeah, when and I'm you trying see to it, right? And and what I didn't realize was
0: that that's not acknowledging the pain, right. You know, that a person of color has done, mm-hmm. been through, or acknowledging what it costs to be them. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of. Yeah, you know, that's a good way to to pull back and not make it an issue, Mm -hmm. rather than really accepting that. Wow, I need to change that. That's that's the wrong uh, thought Mm -hmm. process. That's Mm -hmm. the wrong perspective. But if I hadn't had a couple good friends as we were talking, like you and I are, I wouldn't Mm -hmm. knew knew, exactly. Is that? offensive? They said, well, I love you, Pastor, and I know you don't mean (laughs) it, but yeah, it's kind of offensive, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm like, man, I was like, well, you suck because you should have told me that. You've known me 10, 15 years. You know what I mean? What kind of friendship do we have? What kind of
1: friendship do we have? You let me go here and be an (laughs) idiot,
0: you know? I've
1: been saying this for years. I I was like, (laughs) somebody should have
0: slapped my hand or said something or something, Uh, but isn't that funny how we, it's kind of like this, I think, when we're around people like us, right, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we will grace them. Like, you know, where we have a culture of being a multi-ethnic church and we know each other's heart, and you all know my heart and I know mm-hmm. him and all that, you you will be more enduring and gracing me when I say something stupid because mm-hmm. you've seen my me walk out my life, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe it's a blind spot I have or just a dumb thing word. But if I'm not like you, you know, we have similar religious beliefs and family beliefs, moral beliefs and Mm -hmm, all that, right? mm -hmm. But if it's somebody out here that's, you know, they don't, they're not like you or me as Mm -hmm. much as we're like one another, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm.
1: Then we, do we have the same grace for them? Right, right. You know, I I like what you say about, you know, um, being honest. You're being Mm -hmm, honest and upfront mm -hmm. about saying that, oh, I don't see color because you Mm -hmm. hear that. But You know, that's not true. People do see color. Mm. And I just want to share this story. Um, And people see color, um, saw color hundreds of years ago, and Mm -hmm. they still see it today. We were visiting um, our daughter in Chicago, and um, we were on the Magnificent Mile, just, you know, shopping, Mm. doing some shopping, went into one particular store, had made some purchases, were on our way out the door, and um, there were a couple of folks that ran past us you know or walked swiftly past us and as we were trying to get out the door they got out the door ahead of us a buzzer went off ding ding ding, ding and, the, and the gentleman stops us and says what are you doing what are you doing i need to check your bags i need to check your bags i mean just immediately mm-hmm. accuses us wow. yeah. of wow. of mm. having place something in our bags Mm -hmm. that um, we shouldn't have. First of all, we're Christians, Mm -hmm. but, you know, you don't know that. Mm -hmm. You're just looking at my color, so Mm -hmm. you do see color. Mm -hmm. Um, And now you're falsely accusing me. Well, this man tried to hold us hostage, but then finally, you know, I'm like, okay, you know, we don't have anything in these bags that we should not. You're you're welcome to check them, but you've got the wrong people. It was the folks prior to us that—
0: Ran, the, through the door, ran through the door. That ran through the yeah. door,
1: basically. And it was another lady that stood by and said, You got the wrong folks. It's not them. It were it was the other people that ran out of the door. This was right before COVID hit. Wow. Come on. Right Come on. before yeah. COVID. Yeah. You know, so we do see color and it's not that People should feel bad about saying it, but they should embrace that we have a uniqueness within each culture that they see, you know. And so why, while my words may sound different from the way you say something, you know, it's kind of like foreign languages. You know, I may say something differently than the way you say it, but we're saying the same thing. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that I'm better than you or you're better than me. We're both trying to get to Cincinnati from Lexington. We might take a different route. Right. We're going to be in Cincinnati. We're going to be either way. Mm -hmm. So I think just people just embracing the difference Mm -hmm. that we have um, in our color, you know, and in the way we speak. And it's so funny you say when you're with. One of your friends, you can talk one way, and it's true. You know, yeah. when I get around my black friend, girl, you know, you know, all that's, you know, but then when I'm at work, mm-hmm. you know, then sometimes, you know, and they laugh because sometimes I'll say things, be, and I'm like, okay, this is what I actually meant. Yeah. You know, so it's just a difference in cultures. It's a difference in how we sometimes may speak, or even in the way that we sometimes may um, may look. But yeah. um, it doesn't mean that it's it's one is wrong and one is right.
0: Yeah, and I think. What we're probably getting to is we got to give each other one another space
1: yeah. to be who we are yeah, and to be right,
0: sure. to be wrong, for to sure. be, and, uh, and to, or we'll never knock the myths down. Mm-hmm. And we got, and I think to affirm the things that we do agree mm-hmm. with one another and then feel the empathy for the things we don't agree right. on because basically Jesus said in Mark 12, right? Mm-hmm. When uh, when they ask him, uh, you know, uh, the Pharisees in and, and Mark 11 were trying to trick him and uh, because he's doing all these miracles mm-hmm. and they see all these people following him. And then they said to Jesus, they said, well, we're going to ask him a question. They said, well, wh- whose power do you do this by? Well, mm-hmm. they thought, well, he's been saying he's the son of God every, over here every now and then. So if he says that, we can stone him, right? Mm-hmm. And he said, well I'll, tell you, well, I'll answer that question if you answer this question. And he said, by whose power did John the Baptist do what he did Mm -hmm. and they knew uh oh John the Baptist you know if we come against him if we choose that then the people will stone us but if we choose to agree that He got it. He did it under God. Mm -hmm. Then Jesus could say he did it under Mm -hmm. God, and we agree with him. Mm -hmm. And so they conspired together. Like we only got one of two choices. This is not good. It's binary. Mm -hmm. They just said, "Well, we don't know." Mm -hmm. Thinking maybe he'd say something. He said, "Well, I'm not going to answer your question either." Mm -hmm. And what Jesus was saying is, "You're choosing. You're what you're doing is." And there's in. He knew in their mindset there was only a binary, but in God there's. Three options, not two,
1: Mm -hmm. right?
0: Mm -hmm. And God has a whole other option. Yes. And then later on, just in the next chapter, whenever they ask him, well, what's the greatest command? Well, they thought, any one of these 10, how are you going to pick the greatest if you get it wrong? Mm -hmm. And he he said, I'll tell you all the commands are good, but the greatest greatest. is these. They're Mm -hmm. new, and I'll give them to you. And he's like, love the Lord thy God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. I think a lot of people forget that. Mm -hmm. And the second is like it, love your neighbor Neighbor as yourself." yourself. Now, when he said, love the Lord thy God with all your heart, mind, strength, Christians and people go, well, yeah, you should. Strength means energy, effort. Mm -hmm. It means you make an effort. You don't just say, oh, I love you, sis, when you don't, right? (laughs) You know what I mean? I I love you, but I don't like you. Well, then you don't love me, right? (laughs) Right. And uh, so there's such power in that because when you look at John 17, the final prayer Jesus prayed before he was uh, put in jail or taken in to be uh, judged and crucified, Um, he prayed, that the Father not take us out of the world, mm-hmm. but keep us in the world, but we, mm-hmm. the church, would become one as he and the Father are oh, one. one.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, what's that? and then he said, then they will know I sent them and they will know because I sent them who you are, the mm-hmm. world will know. Mm-hmm. And I think we, as children of God, are telling a very poor story mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. we don't see people that are not like us as our neighbor.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, if mm-hmm. I have a Muslim neighbor, a Hindu neighbor, an atheist neighbor, a neighbor that has a totally That's different good. lifestyle That's than good. me, yeah. then they're still my neighbor. Right. And I got one requirement to love, love them him. as yes. I lo- I like Dalton That's pretty good. good. You know, I, I like me pretty well. I don't have a problem with that. Some people are probably not liking themselves. I like myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, so when I do that, I go, man, I love old Dalton. So that means, man, they're a lot. I don't believe like that, or right. I don't like the way they discipline their kids, or whatever mm-hmm. it
1: is, or whatever it might be, but they're my neighbor. Right. Isn't there power in that? Oh, there is power in that, and I think we forget that, that word. That's a good word, because we do have to love our neighbor as ourselves. We can't pick and choose, mm-hmm. um, you know, to love that neighbor to the left and not that one to the right, or, you know, or, In general, just, Mm -hmm. you know, it's love your neighbor as yourself, not necessarily in your neighborhood, Mm -hmm. but your neighbor, people you come in contact with in the world. Everyone's our neighbor. Right, right. And we have to love them as ourselves, because that's what we as Christians have been commissioned to do. And if we are like God, and if, if Jesus lives in us, and we are like him, and we are his disciples, then that's what we are called to do. So even when we are out, if we're protesting, or if we're out marching peaceably, or or if we're in a discussion like you and I are having, we have to be able to walk away saying, you know what, I may not have um, agreed with a particular point, he said, but I still love him, because mm-hmm. God called, has told me to love him. Mm-hmm. He is my neighbor, mm-hmm. and you know. And then I'm going to just carry on um, mm-hmm. and continue to befriend him and be his neighbor mm-hmm. as God has commissioned me to do because that's what we're supposed to do. Be. But I think sometimes um, you're right. I mean, you know, sometimes we look at other people that don't look like us and we say, "Oh my gosh!" Well, you know, they, you know, they look like this or they look like that, and you know, and we back away or we don't want to have a relationship with them. But you know. It's, again, breaking down the silos, breaking down the walls, mm-hmm. you know, and saying, let me get to know that person mm-hmm. because, you know, there could be some Jesus in them. Yeah. I could learn something from them. And or together, there's not, there never
0: will be Right. Jesus' people don't show Jesus. If we're not we're, showing We're it. the only
1: hands and feet right. and mouthpiece right. that God has. Right. Right? The right. Holy Spirit works to us. Right. And so we have to be the hands and feet of Jesus, you know, and... Um, You know, and like you said, not to label people. You Mm -hmm. know, I work in a position where it would be easy to label the people that I work with, but I can't do that because I have somewhat of an understanding from where they've come from and some of the Things that they have endured, and so for me, I'm to love them, mm-hmm. and hopefully, mm-hmm. their love, Christ's love, within me. Because I always say, Lord, let Your light so shine in me, so that when others see it, that you know they'll see You the glory, and they'll they'll also want to serve You. Mm-hmm. That's the word, and so that's what I try to do, and every morning say, and Lord, who is it that You have waiting for me? You know that You want me to speak into. Who mm-hmm. do You want me to bless? Mm-hmm. Because I believe that even during these times of what we're going through right now, God has people positioned for us to Mm -hmm. speak to or speak into, Mm -hmm. to be a blessing to, Mm -hmm. and to share whatever word it is Mm -hmm. that he wants us to share with them. So You know, if we're the hands and feet of Jesus and if we're saying, Lord, uh, Lord, I need you to just tell me who it is. You want me to bless you today. I'm not saying, Lord, who is the black person that you want Mm -hmm. me to bless today? Mm -hmm. Lord, lead me to that black individual that needs a word. No, I'm saying, Lord, as your hands and feet, God, Mm -hmm. lead and guide me. Lord, who is the person that you have positioned today for me to speak into? Mm -hmm. Because it doesn't matter to me whether they're white or black. I want to be what God has called me to be. Mm-hmm. I want to do what he's called me to do. And I want to go where he's called me to go mm-hmm. at whatever risk that is. I want to be mm-hmm. the hands and feet of Jesus mm-hmm. so that when I get to heaven, he can say, there's that one that I told mm-hmm. you that day to go and speak to. And there's that other one that I told you instead of Mm-mm, you were too concerned mm-hmm. about um, color. You weren't loving your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. And because of that, you missed it. You missed it. And, and we don't want to miss here, it. You're
0: right on. And here's. The power of labeling, and I think this is a blind spot to to Christians, mm-hmm. to me, to all of us, to an extent, because really, there's one label. It's not black, white. It's not American, Russian, Ukrainian, mm-hmm. Mexican, or none of that. It's neighbor. Mm-hmm. It's not saved or unsaved. Mm-hmm. It's neighbor. Mm-hmm. It's not Hindu or Muslim. It's neighbor. It's not anarchist or 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 uh, what do you call the the Nazi stuff right? oh. it, it, it's 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 neighbor mm-hmm. so if we are not giving people the benefit and finding ways we can connect understand then we're never going to win them You know, to be -hmm. uh, a child of God because God, none of us deserve the love we got. None Mm -hmm. of us deserve God's grace. Jesus Mm -hmm. died for everyone. Mm -hmm. And for me to say, well, those people there, I can't relate to them or they're not worth my time or they're crazy or whatever they are, they're different than me, then then I really don't believe what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I think most Christians, well, yeah, anybody that comes in my presence, if I can witness to Mm them, do you really? Or do you grab your purse and look that right. way? Or, you know, do you hit the gas or roll your window? Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't know. You know. I'm And I'm not judging someone's fear or anything like that. I'm just saying we as individuals and human beings need to understand that it's up to us to love first. Because mm-hmm. God first loved us. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then when we look at labeling, I think something is really you and I discussed earlier. Uh, there was a wonderful pastor in San Diego who's you know, he's multicultural. He's mm-hmm. Asian, black, white. I mean, he has great perspective, a former NFL football player, pastors like 20,000 people, just wow. an amazing man of God. And he wrote a great book called The Third Option. People mm-hmm. should get it, read it. Uh, and uh, But anyway, he made a statement. He said, you know, growing up, you know, I, I, I uh, grew up in a white neighborhood, a black neighborhood, but I went across a few blocks down to uh, a white neighborhood to I was in a white school, but I grew up in a black neighborhood. So he said, me being mixed, mm-hmm. he said, when I went to school, I was the N-word. Mm-hmm. But when I came home, I was just as afraid to I got a block from my house because I was whitey. And you know, so he said, I always lived in that turmoil. Mm-hmm. And he said later on, God never gave me through it, I got saved and all that. But you know what he said was so powerful. He said, and the way I think I relate it when we talk about labeling, he said, is I'm left-handed. He said, I grew mm-hmm. up left handed. Well, when we talk about prejudice, right? Mm-hmm. The world is right handed prejudice, right? It's mm-hmm. prejudice toward right handed people, mm-hmm. right? Because when you're growing up in a school, the desks are not made yes. for a left handed mm-hmm. person, they're made for a right handed person. So your whole time a left-hander. is a left hander. You're so- trying to figure out how to write. And he said, So we do what? What if you took a right-handed person and put him in an all left-handed prejudice world. Mm-hmm. And he said, that's the power of it. And he said, I've encouraged some of my it's white like friends anyway. and I think his wife is white. He's like, I've encouraged some of my white friends. He's a little fearful. This and that said, look, why don't you go to a neighborhood or a store or somewhere where you're the only white person in that store? Mm-hmm. You're the only left-hander there. Mm-hmm. And then see if you feel there's any bias mm-hmm. or any mm-hmm. prejudice. So I think there's such power In understanding, and there's such power in labeling. And it is like, you know, we live in a left handed world or a right handed world, and we gravitate. Mm -hmm. If we're left handed, we're Mm -hmm. gonna, you know, left handers, Mm -hmm. you know. Pastor Steph's left-hander, Pastor Mark's left-hander. And so we go out to eat at lunch. I'm like, okay, Mark, you are sit, you got to sit over here. You know, she's left-handed. I can't eat because I'm trying to eat and she's got her left hand, and he laughs. And, I, and they make jokes about me because they're what? Left-handed. So, But most of the time, I'm the one, you know, I'm right-handed with more right-handed people. But isn't it funny how and sad um, how the labeling takes effect and we miss the opportunity to disarm yeah. uh, the left-handed world and the right-handed world and we're yeah. all one world and one neighborhood and one neighbor uh, because we fail to understand yeah. what it's like to live in a left-handed world.
1: Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. It's funny. Um, I was left-handed. Mm-hmm. But back in the day when I was born, years, I had friends that changed because of that. My mom changed me because mm-hmm. of that. And so now I now write with my right hand, but I can still, I can still write with my left, you know, but um, I like what you're saying about the labeling. We we do label people based on, you know, and we were talking about this earlier. Sometimes we label people based on where they live Mm -hmm. or how they dress Mm -hmm. or what they drive, Mm -hmm. you know, or even the church they go Mm -hmm. to. Okay, let's go even further. The people they hang out with. Mm -hmm. And so we label them based on, Whatever categories we have within our going back to cultures. Yeah. We label them based on that. And I think because of that, we limit ourselves or we restrict ourselves from being all mm-hmm. that God has called us to be mm-hmm. because we're not going to maybe minister outside of our label mm-hmm. or outside of our culture because it's just, and I, I don't even know if, if people are conscious of that. They mm-hmm. may not even be conscious of it. But it just goes back to what you're saying. We have to, you know, do away with the labels. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, just because Nike has a swoosh doesn't mean that um, Adidas isn't a good uh, as as right. good quality. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just a different name. Mm-hmm. You know, different and so label. a different label. And so we have to kind of remove the mm-hmm. labels. Mm-hmm. If you like it, you like it. We make
0: one label, never. <laughs>
1: Right, you know, right, I'm your neighbor, right, you're right. my... I mean, when you really
0: think about it, the power of that is so... I mean, Jesus, man, he just cut right through the stuff, mm-hmm. right? And just like, you know, we're neighbors. I mean, i you're my neighbor, I'm yours. Mm-hmm. And, and we need to love each other. A stranger at the gas station is my neighbor. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and when we get that, and there's such power when I look, when I approach someone that, you know... I accept them as they are, mm-hmm. not as I think yep. they should be. Yeah. So here's another thought: like we all live, we all are controlled by our beliefs. Mm-hmm. So we might say we're not, but we are, mm-hmm. right? You know, if if you, whatever our beliefs are, if I have a belief that certainty is one of my top human needs, then. You know, I'm gonna be more controlling. I'm gonna mm-hmm. be more OCD. I'm mm-hmm. gonna be more of a perfectionist. I'm gonna, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, if it's more like variety, variety, adventure, mm-hmm. then I'm gonna be the opposite mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. But neither one's right or wrong because mm-hmm. God gave us six human needs. That's two of them, mm-hmm. and He wants us to have all those. Mm-hmm. But the key is loving people that are more have more. They're more endeared to different human needs than us, mm-hmm. and because of what they believe. And mm-hmm. I think that. With us, we all have experiences, mm-hmm. and so I remember being the poor white kid, get you it know, right. And I remember a friend of mine that they had a pool, and you had a pool in our county. There might have been three in the whole county at that time. <laughs> and I remember going over, and I, we were good friends, but. The dad would never let me swim in and I'm the poor mm-hmm. kid across from the trailer court, you know. I don't mm-hmm. know if I want and I had to kinda it took me half a summer to win the dad over. He saw I'm not, you mm-hmm. know, gonna steal something and I'm not trailer trash or mm-hmm. whatever you want to call mm-hmm. me. And I got to swim in that pool. Mm-hmm. You know, at the time I didn't realize inside me how lesser it made me feel, mm-hmm. right? Right. So that can that could have easily mm-hmm. controlled my belief. That's true. That's a good point. Anybody that's got more than me, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I got to be
1: less than to Mm -hmm. get and to kind of play the role. But. The beauty of it is you didn't hold on to that. I didn't hold on to that. And you Mm -hmm. didn't allow it to stifle you or to stop you Mm -hmm. from being all that God had called you to be. Some people do, Mm -hmm. but you didn't allow that because sometimes words hurt. Oh, the words are powerful. And, you know, and so we don't want to, and I don't think you or I are saying that, you know, prejudice, racism doesn't exist. We're not saying that, you know, it 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 exists, but we're saying that. We too, because there are some opportunities that we have or we, you know, or that we hesitate because mm-hmm. we feel like, how will somebody accept me if I go up and say this because I'm black and they're white, you know, um, but we just have to take that, you know, we have to trust in the Lord. And if the Lord tells us to go and speak to that person, then we should speak into them. And, and
0: you're right. And we believe what? Based on our experience. On our experience. So mm-hmm. I could live that. I've had friends and even family that never could overcome that. Yeah. And they always felt lesser than. Yeah. And you would see them around one group of people. They were the life of the party. You see them around another group of people that hold their head down and they want to be a part of it. And it was weird. And I'm trying to make them, you know, but, but why is that? It's because the root, Mm -hmm. your conditions, your experiences condition you. Right. And then that gives you the perception. Right. Remember, we talked about a friend that I Mm -hmm. had that is a white dude, you Mm -hmm. know, and he's like, Man, I just have to kind of really think this through. I never thought I had any mm-hmm. any uh, privilege. I didn't think I was white privilege or privilege, and and all that. he said, "But man, I was raised in a upper middle class professional family, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, was part of a big business and all that." And he said, "I'm sitting here going, yeah. Now there's nothing wrong with being privileged, right? Mm-hmm. What's wrong is when we can't see other people's lack of privilege, wow. you know. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it's really helping him mm-hmm. to take yeah, more time that? to say." You know, I'm not going to just shut out everything everybody's saying. I got to assess my heart. Mm -hmm. I got to assess who I am and Mm -hmm. I got to feel empathy. I got to, I got to learn that. I can disagree with someone and still love them as they are, even though I always thought I could. Mm -hmm. But I guess my perception was, come on, just pull your bootstraps Mm -hmm. up. You could do it. Mm -hmm. You're no different than me. Mm -hmm. It's hard work. Mm -hmm. We know that's not true. Mm -hmm. That's part of it. Mm -hmm. But the big part of it is, uh, you know, a lot of people are not persistent
1: because they've been conditioned that I tried that two or three times and why try it again. Right. And it's, it's, I like what you say about, you know, having to win this person over. It's mm-hmm. unfortunate mm-hmm. that you have and to do that and make yourself lesser and make yourself play less. a role or dumb yourself down. Maybe I used it. to tell my girls, you know, because you are, you know, a black female, you know, um, and I want to say she can talk
0: to this because if you don't know, Rayanne, Rayanne has been in the corporate world her whole adult life. She's obviously an, an attractive, you know, brilliant lady. She's black. If you haven't noticed, she's black, <laughs> and she's a, a a woman living in a man's world. Mm-hmm. Especially back when you first started in all this, mm-hmm. and there probably wasn't very many board tables that had a lot of people the same look mm-hmm. the same as you, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's female, all. black, whatever. Mm-hmm. You constantly. So when y'all need to listen, when mm-hmm. Rayanne starts speaking, what she's telling her girls. Yeah. This is a woman that's had the experience and come through and is still thriving Mm -hmm. today. Yeah.
1: I used to um, share with my girls, and I think one of the reasons that I worked so hard, Pastor, is because I wanted to to prove to my daughters and show them that you can be and do anything that you set your mind to as long as you keep God first. Mm -hmm. You know, I used to always share that with them. Don't ever let anybody tell Mm -hmm. you that you can't be Mm -hmm. because God says— you can do all things My through own. Christ who strengthens you. Yes. You've got to remember what your foundation yes. is, and that's Jesus Christ. And as long as you keep him as your foundation, he'll open doors for you that no man can open mm-hmm. and shut those you don't need mm-hmm. to go through. But I used to always tell them one of the things that will happen in this house is that you will get a good education. You will get your education because that's something no one can take right. away from you because you are going to be black females in a in a white society mm. and so because of that in people a, are going to well, you're a left-handed right, professional left-handed, and, and a right-handed, right-handed world, professional right. world right, right yeah. and people are going to try to make you feel Try to stifle you and make you feel that everything you say is not right or everything you do is not and, right and, or the and way you.
0: And it's some of those are intentional, some yes. are unintentional yes. because of biases they don't even know they have. Exactly. Because of the conditioned way, well, that's True. the way the guy that hired me treats people. Mm-hmm. I guess that's the way I'm supposed to I'm treat supposed people. To treat he
1: leads that way, she mm-hmm. leads that way, maybe I should mm-hmm. lead that way, unconsciously. Unconsciously. And some do it consciously. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But I t- used to tell them, you have to be. And it's sad that you have to tell your daughters this. I don't have sons, but I can only imagine the conversation Mm -hmm. that mothers, black women have had with Mm -hmm. their black Mm -hmm. sons, Mm -hmm. you know. But I used to say to them, you have to be that much better, Mm -hmm. you know. And isn't that sad? Mm -hmm. Because even in 2020, I Mm -hmm. still feel like that, Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. I have to be Mm -hmm. that much Mm -hmm. better because (coughs) even when I go into um, a place of employment and I always say God sends me into these places that you know mm-hmm. like okay Rand I'm sending in you here because you know this and is going go to happen and be just for build a up of and, years, yeah. and then
0: God said okay that's good now go do this well, one and you're like what I gotta
1: you do that know, I, <laughs> I know it's like and I know I've had conversations with you I've called you to pastor. Yeah. I just yeah. don't know if I can you know but you know I knew God had placed me there for such a time as this but you know I've always shared with them just know who you are in mm-hmm. Christ. That's it, man. Don't ever allow anybody to take you out of mm-hmm. who you are or so whose good. you are. And don't ever allow anybody to dumb you down. I used to say to them all the time, you're a Christian, you're not a doormat. Mm-hmm. You know, And God will give you whatever words it is that you need to speak. Because I've been in so many situations where... I've been the only female, the only black sitting around a boardroom. You know, I'm the one that brought a program to the table, hired the people for the program. And then when we're sitting around with the people that have been hired and the CEO and the president, everybody is introduced but me. That's a true story. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, completely overlooked, you know. I've been in the workplace where I have created a program, you know, I mean, saved the company millions of dollars. Okay, and then that program taken from me and given to my white counterpart and said she's going to be the one to run it and her name is going to be on it, you know. I have been, I mean, I can go on and on Mm -hmm. with the stories, Mm -hmm. which is why it was so important for me to tell my daughters that, you know, education is key. Mm -hmm. I want you to get that education, but I never want you to allow somebody to make you feel less than. You may not talk the way they talk. You may Mm -hmm. not write the way Mm -hmm. they write, but that doesn't mean they're better than you. Mm -hmm. Certainly doesn't mean you're better than them. And I would tell them it doesn't matter so much how people treat you, but it matters a whole lot how you treat them. Mm-hmm. We've got to answer to God one yeah, day. we got to treat our and neighbor And we want to make sure. Love we your neighbor. You. So, you know, for my girls, you know, both doing well um, and both very proud of what God and how mm-hmm. he's using them. Um, but I, you know, just the stories that I would have to share with them mm-hmm. about this is why mom works so hard, because I want to prove to you that. I can be a pharmaceutical Mm -hmm. drug rep. Mm -hmm. You know, they say, oh, mom, you can't watch me. Mm -hmm. So then I'd go out. Mm -hmm. True story. I'd go out. Mom, you can't do that. I can't. Well, why not? Mm -hmm. I said, God says I can do (laughs) all things through Mm -hmm. Christ who strengthens Mm me. So I went out. Got The interview came back. Guess what, guys? I'm a pharmaceutical rep. Are you kidding, mom, you did wow, yeah. But look what happens when you put your trust in God. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I'm not a black person living in a in a white society, I haven't experienced racism. I have, but I have been on my knees mm-hmm. and in prayer and in fasting years and years mm-hmm. and years when I didn't have children and now that I have children, mm-hmm. you know, asking the Lord saying, I know that prejudice is real, mm-hmm. I know. That we face this Mm -hmm. as a black people. Mm -hmm. I know this, but I know that you're a God who sits Mm -hmm. high and looks low. Mm -hmm. And I know you're a God that favors me. Mm -hmm. And I know you're a God that opened every door that needs to be opened for me, and you'll shut every door that needs to be shut. Mm -hmm. And I am telling you, even getting emotional now, that God has opened doors for me that no man can shut. Mm -hmm. Even when they've Mm -hmm. tried to shut it, Mm -hmm. God has said, you know, even now, you know, things Mm -hmm. that have happened on my job when we have the governor here. I was laughed at. Who does she think she is that she can happen to know? The governor. What happened? The governor was here. After it was over, oh, my gosh. Oh, the governor. Oh, my gosh, Rand. And I just looked at him and said, is anything too hard for God? Come on. Come and on. I walked away. Come on. Is anything too hard Come for God? On. Come on. That's and so yeah. I just, you know, want to encourage everybody today that while you may be experiencing racism, mm-hmm. you may have, uh, you know, prejudice or prejudice of, of oral kind. And On your job, in your community, hold your head up. Be proud of who God created you to be. Mm -hmm. You are a child of the Most High King, Mm -hmm. and greater is he that is in Mm -hmm. you than he that is that lives in the world. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly with him. And God has not withheld anything from me. I'm telling you, I just got a phone call today. God just always amazes me, you know. Cause here, you know, and even the where I'm working now, you know, it's like you know you're you're the only black person, you know, on the board. You have a board. You're the only, and I said we need to diversify that. But mm-hmm. God has allowed me to to come in, pastor, and honestly, the governor. I just got confirmation today <laughs> uh, that Nicole C. Mullen accepted my invitation to come and speak at our gala wow. in October. Wow, you know. Mm. People, who does she think she is? That's what I always get. Well, who does she think she is that she can call? You know, it's not me. It's It's the God that lives in me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I'm a black person, so Mm -hmm. this is the God that lives in me that Mm -hmm. doesn't see my color, that says, I'm opening up this door for her. Come on. You know, because she is my child, Mm -hmm. just like you are his child. What you did,
0: you took the beliefs being raised as a young black girl, you know, a left-handed person living in a right-handed world, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But you begin to work on those beliefs. Right. And you put your trust in God and your belief system in him is mm-hmm. greater than what you experience here
1: in this world. Beliefs mm-hmm. my mother and father put in me. My yeah. mom used to always say, mm-hmm. you can do all things through mm-hmm. Christ who mm-hmm. strengthened you, ran. Because I had low self-esteem. I was mm-hmm. shy. Mm-hmm. You know, That's um, hard to believe you were shy. <clears throat> I know. I know. You're like the most outgoing person I know. <laughs> but I and people are like come on you know I was telling my core group they were like Ray Ann stop it you are not I love it. but you know my mom used to always say you know you can do all things through Christ and that's just a scripture that has always resonated in me and that I've always shared with my kids and even my granddaughter and she'll even say and she'll say something to me and I'll say Jasmine and she says I know I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me yeah. you know so
0: well and here's something cool we'll talk about this I guess we'll wrap up in a minute okay. but Ray Ann as one of our coaches we uh. We call it coaching when we're discipling people and discipling mm-hmm. leaders, and we have calls every week, Zoom calls, and mm-hmm. and um, and we have different people. I do two calls, other people do calls. Ann's one of those leaders that does calls, and you know what blows me away? It's been so cool. We got about a hundred leaders on these calls every week, mm-hmm. and there's anywhere from six to eight per call. And uh, it's the same group growing together. We have a curriculum and stuff, but times, I guess we come off it, which has been beautiful. We were already dealing with it with COVID, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And coaching people mm-hmm. about fear, this and mm-hmm. that. And then this whole incident hit, you know, mm-hmm. with, with the race and, you know, all these. But really, it's a dangerous opportunity, mm-hmm. right? And I was saying, you know, what's so cool? I'm looking at my screen and it's black, white, Asian, Mixed, You know, <laughs> it's young, old, and mm-hmm. both my groups are so diverse. I'm just sitting there going, wow, God, you're amazing. Yeah, and yeah. it gives us, I tell people all the time, and I got this from my friend, Tim Walton, mm-hmm. we have, a, as Christians, we have an unfair advantage, mm-hmm. right? Because like you said, God mm-hmm. strengthens us, greater is he's in us. We do if we will tap into his belief system versus what we've experienced, right? right? Mm-hmm. And... What do you think about on your calls? I know my calls have been, I've learned so much. A lot mm-hmm. of what I'm talking about right now mm-hmm. is from the last several <laughs> weeks, because we're such a diverse group, learning from each other, mm-hmm. uh, little myths and, and idiosyncrasies that you just didn't even think about, mm-hmm. right? Right. But they make a huge difference. They do. How about you while you're leading your call and it being diverse? How, how's that working? and what are you, you know, with
1: it's it's wonderful. I mean, we um, initially started out not knowing uh, or being familiar with one another and we've all grown very close and we've talked about the issue of prejudice and and racism and it's funny um how uh, not funny but the different perspectives that Mm -hmm. everyone Mm -hmm. has, because everyone grew up differently in a different Different culture. Different beliefs, experiences, beliefs, which creates a different culture. Exactly, and so everyone kind of shared that particular culture of how they grew up. You know, one saying, you know, I grew up in an all-white, I didn't see a black person till I was 12. Okay, so that was her culture. Somebody else, you know, well, like you said, I didn't see color, but now I know that we do actually see color. So the conversation was one that was from I didn't see a black person till I was like 12 or 13 to I didn't see color but now I do. And I think having the conversation helps us to really build on a better world yes. and a better relationship better neighborhood. and a better neighborhood. Mm, that's so
0: important. And I and I want to encourage everyone out there to to lead. This is time This is our time to lead. And God has raised you up for such a time as this, and we are to lead, lead leaders, lead anyone that will follow you. And it's such a critical, critical moment. And that when you choose a side, you always choose God's side. And if I truly love God with all my heart, my soul, my mind, and my strength, that means my effort, my energy then I got to do, he said, the second commandment is equal to mm-hmm. it. He said, love your neighbor as yourself. And, you know, that's our go. I know it's Rayanne's go, mm-hmm. my goal, and Bethel Harvest's goal, and the goal for this podcast, you know, because we started all this just two years ago, you know, supernatural advancement through clarity, growth, and vitality. Mm-hmm. And it's just been wild how God has just used that. And one reason I wanted to do this podcast mm-hmm. is, you know, this is an opportunity for us to live a life of vitality, but we can't get it without clarity. Right. Because you're not going to grow without clarity. Mm-hmm. You've got to get clarity. Mm-hmm. So clarity is not a vi- just a vision, a dream of where I want to go. Clarity is understanding my neighborhood, understanding mm-hmm. where I'm at mm-hmm. and and who I am and who I need to become and mm-hmm. how I need to grow. But who am I bringing with me? Oh, that's Who good. am I bringing yes. with me? Yes. And that's so critical. Mm-hmm. And I just want to encourage everyone out there uh Man, when I I just love Rayanne and Andy and her girls and just uh, love you. we they've always been such a support staff and I and mm-hmm. and they serve I mean man she's a servant in the kingdom she's always been right there rolled her sleeves up from the time mm-hmm. we just started as a church mm-hmm. till all the way through and and uh, you know that's what being a good neighbor is and Rayanne is there anything you'd like to
1: say before we Pray out here. Well, I just let me just read this poem yeah. by um, Cleo Wade and I'll, I'll let that close out. But let mm-hmm. me also say that I love my pastor. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, and I love how he has opened up this conversation and being very transparent mm-hmm. um, in his how he used to think, how he thinks now, and mm-hmm. even allowing conversations like this to take place. And so we thank you for that. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are a multicultural church. And I think that, um, we always have, I, we've always have been yeah, ever since I've started. One, yeah. And I, I love that. And I've never, uh, ever since I've walked through the doors, that's the one thing that brought me was the love that I felt mm-hmm. and the acceptance. And I love the fact that you and Pastor Steph have always opened your doors mm-hmm. to whatever, um, Need that I've had or be it a conversation Mm -hmm. or a phone call. Mm -hmm. You all have always been there for me. Even when I wanted to start a business, I came and talked to you all and, and Pastor Steph and she you know, talk me through it and led and guide me. And then after it happened, I came to you and spoke to you. So you're always there. And I appreciate that. And um, I appreciate you um, being a part of this movement Mm -hmm. because this will go down in history. It 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 is a a movement.
0: movement. It really is.
1: But I'm going to read this. It says, um, it's a, a lady by the name of Cleo Wade. She says, the world will say to you, we need to end racism. Start by healing it in your own family. The world will say to you, how do we speak to bias and bigotry? Start by having the first conversations at your own kitchen table. Wow. The world will say to you, There's too much hate. Devote yourself to love. Love yourself so much that you can love others mm-hmm. without barrier or without judgment.
0: Wow. That's, uh, that sums it up, doesn't it? Yep. It's about love and mm-hmm. it's about Which loving is what our neighbors. Yeah, about mm-hmm. loving your neighbors yourself. And We really didn't dive into it. We may have to do another one sometime about about the whole labeling thing. Oh, yeah. Because it's really powerful when we can relabel, you know, instead of saying, you know, going by myth or... You know what we perceive people to be, but learn a true reality, and then relabel people re-label. as our neighbor, their, mm-hmm. and and look at our similarities instead of our differences. And because mm-hmm. family's family, right? Families it's fight family. and That's make right. up, and Your hang family. out, and pout, and have mm-hmm. fun together, mm-hmm. and. You know, the world should be no different. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we should be the same. So, well, let's uh we, we love you guys and we already prayed opening, so we love you and thank you, Ray. Ann. Thank you, Pastor. Love Pastor. you are you. amazing. And uh, we enjoyed it. So we'll see you soon.